are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Welcome to another episode of Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm Kev, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Um, you caught us on a wild out Wednesday um, during the week. Uh, we are very busy professional black men uh, in our respective industries and organizations, really just trying to handle business. Um, of course, we have uh, the Mr. Entrepreneur over there, Brother Jay, who had some previously uh, commitment, previous commitments uh, this past weekend, so we couldn't get together to record live in a living color, but we wanted to make sure that you had content. Make sure that you subscribe down below on YouTube. Follow us at all uh, social media platforms at G-R-G-R-L-J-K-E-V. Um, that's all the stuff. I don't snap. I just snap. Get it? Ah, I'm an old guy. I'm an old guy. Closer to 40 than I am to, to 21, man. So, you know. RLJ, what's up, brother Jay? Man, I, yo, I'm above ground. Um, woke above up. Above ground, 10 toes down, brother. Yeah, listen, yeah. woke up in my right mind. And so, uh, maintaining no sense of complaining, bro. Maintaining okay. no sense of complaining. Um, like you said, busy weekend. It was resurrection weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, he, he has risen. And so, um, definitely have to shout out, shout out my church, Alpha Street Baptist Church. Oh man, yeah, one of one of the preeminent uh, black churches in all of the DMV region. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, you know, we were at the uh, the sports and entertainment arena in Southeast DC. Um, was at capacity with four thousand people in attendance. And so um, it was a lot of boy, it was a lot of Stacey Adams up in that joint, won't it? <laughs> a lot of lot of double knit pants, man. A lot of loud colors and big hats. Uh, the the hats was muted this year. I, w- I was surprised. I, I I saw some every every one hundred people, um, but it it was it was muted. But there were a lot of uh, Stacey Adams in there and uh, Juke. There was a lot of Juke. A lot of Juke. A lot of cool water. <laughs> And white like, diamonds. Yeah, white diamonds, cool water, and juice. Those are your Easter colognes and perfumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's it. Um, find, but, the, find the outfit at your local Harold Penner clothing boutique. <laughs> you remember Harold Penner, don't you? Yeah, I remember Harold Penner. Harold Penner in uh, what, Iverson Square Mall, man, PG. Yeah. Is Iverson Mall still in existence? Surprisingly, yeah. How, Sway? Hey, man, DTLR, baby. <laughs> city, what is it? Uh, city, city sneakers, city shoes. Yeah. City, city sports. Or whatever it is. I think it's city sports. Still, the Popeyes chicken still there, still kicking. Hey, kicking. yo, they did have good cookies though. There was these. Uh, um, I can't even. I don't even know the the name of the the cookie the cookie booth, but they did have some good cookies. Cookies there. I have to shout out Alverson Mall because. They're holding it down. Sustainability at its finest. <laughs> Yo, bro. I'm just saying, man. That's that's a place white folks definitely ain't going. We don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to gentrify any of this. <laughs> whatever they doing at Iverson Mall, man. Whatever they doing at Iverson Mall, they need to. They need to write that blueprint out and send it over to the mayor of uh, Washington D.C. Because the next time a white person brings their uh, shih tzu onto the campus. Of Howard, Howard University, University. 
and takes a, a crap on the yard, I'm going to have a problem. And I didn't even go there. I didn't go there. I'm surprised they didn't riot, honestly. So I I, I had feelings, right? Uh, today, I, know, um, I read something where the president has banned individuals from bringing their dogs onto campus. Um, there was a comment made that said, if they don't like it, then they should just move. And so just thinking that I've been around how long early of what, mid, what mid or late 1800s, 130, almost 140 years. And you're going to tell Howard to just move to get up and move. You're going to tell a private university okay. Okay. to get up and move. And how it costs how much a year? Listen. And so listen, I ain't no killer. I ain't no killer. Right. But what I did say, <laughs> what I did say this probably, books and fees. What this, about 50, about 50 a year total? Listen, listen. This this is probably gonna piss off a few people. However, right? If I've if I have communicated and and this is a real story, I did this. Um, not gonna tell you the city I was living in. However, um, I had a neighbor who would just allow their dog to do whatever on my yard, but they wouldn't clean it up. Mm-hmm. And so I politely said, "Hey, I need like I would knock on the door." <laughs> I was like, "So you left something in my yard." He was like, oh, well, the grass is the grass is for everyone that got it. And so when the guy came to cut my grass, he packaged it up real nicely and I laid it on his front step. You petty. Uh, <laughs> Our petty. petty strikes again. <laughs> real petty. So when he opened the door, stepped right in the first thing in the morning and I'm sitting there waving as he went to work. So the second time he lets the dog do it, I uh, sprinkled some chocolate on the ground. And you know, t- dogs and chocolate don't go well together. Um, so he learned his lesson. Um, you know, just yeah. little, just little, um, just little cocoa powder. That's, that's all. That's the one reason I really don't want a dog, man. It's too much upkeep. I'm sorry. It's a lot. And then it's I don't want to, yo. You know, I don't, I don't even like doing the do in a public bathroom. Let alone, I'm gonna walk behind a dog and pick up dog crap. And put it in the bag and store it until I can get to the appropriate receptacle to right. put it in there. Right. I don't have that type of time, bro. I don't have that type I, of time. I, I feel you. I feel you. But I, I still don't understand this this place of privilege where you think you could just take your dog and do whatever you want. Like a private university. Not even that, bro. I've been I've been into food establishments and I thought so I was drinking. So <laughs> Put that out there. Um, Hennessy and Henny cakes for everybody. <laughs> I I look down and it's a damn dog, and I was sitting there like, oh, okay, maybe maybe it's a maybe you know maybe it's a guide dog. It, nothing to identify that it was a guide dog. Nothing that said don't pet. None of this, right? Dog just chilling. Not only is the dog just chilling, they bring this water container and. Sp- and place it under the bar to where his his owner was sitting so the dog could have water while his owner was having an adult beverage. Just, I, I was confused because I was like, wow, we, we just bringing in dogs and just, and so when I heard the stuff about the Howard University situation, <laughs> I, I laughed because I was confused as to why people think that that was acceptable 
do and the fact you've you been to the yard before right absolutely like the yard just ain't just sitting out there for all to come you gotta walk it, it takes you some it takes you some work to, to get to the yard <laughs> but evidently people have been using the yard to exercise to run yeah. through and like like it's a like it's a shopping district hey they could pay yeah they could pay tuition don't pay yeah you want if you want an access card that'll be ten thousand dollars since since you since you want amenities in yeah. the, the nation's capital, since you want to utilize this and right, I can see if it was an open university and a public university. It's an open campus, but it's a private institution, dude. And you know, and I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I, I you know, I'm I'm glad that the students have said something. Um, the the Tupac in me wish they would have expressed it a little <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, a, in a slightly diverse way. <laughs> so I'm with you because in my head, it's like, yo, I can tell you, but I can show you better than man. I can tell you. Bring your dog again. And that Bring dude, it again. that dude, man. But you know what? The, the white dude that said that the university just needed to move, right? His voice didn't match his look. <laughs> he had a biker look, but he had a real high voice. And I'm like, dude, man, he look like an old macho man, Randy Savage, man. <laughs> Bring your, bring bring your bring the dog to the yard, dude. And look, at nine o'clock was when when things happened on my yard, right? And so all the probates happened at nine and the founding and the, year. And, and the founding year. So yeah. up after nine, and I guarantee you, I I I guarantee you, you won't bring your dog the next day. We ain't gonna hurt you. Mm. We ain't gonna hurt you. And you know, I like dogs, man. I like dogs, but I also think it's a dog, man. So you know. Dogs shouldn't be doing stuff that humans do. I'm sorry. You shouldn't be on a college campus if you don't need it for some kind of uh, uh, assessment or ADA compliance kind of thing. That's it. You know, it's not a it's not a CNI dog. It's not a dog for vets. You know, it's not a service animal. It's not a police dog. And what's the what's the new thing they have that people are carrying dogs for? Um, uh, come on. For like anxiety, anxiety and stuff. I get on, I get on yeah. the plane, right? So uh, I have an allergy to dogs. Um, and <laughs> I was that plane, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I get on the plane, right? I mean, I get on the plane. Um, I, my allergy isn't like, it's not airborne. If I pet a dog, then I start to itch. Dander, the dander, yeah. the dander is like pollen to you on your yeah. skin. Gotcha. Um, and so it's like, I'm not sneezing, but I'm like, I'm itching. Um, but the lady beside me, as soon as she saw the dog, she just went to a sneezing fit. And I was like, yo, this is about to be a three-hour plane ride. So she went to the flight attendant. She was like, I have, you know, a severe um, allergy to dogs. Like, how is this going to work? Because, you know, once they seal that door, the air circulates. Hey, man, they stop that plane. If they got to stop it for you, you going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna open that door. If they gotta open that door, they gonna land you. They gonna and take you to jail. <laughs> so it was a good. We we didn't we didn't leave the gate for thirty eight minutes past the time we were supposed to because they were trying to figure some stuff out, mm. right? And and so not only was the dog, if the dog is supposed to be providing her comfort to help relieve anxiety or what have you, like the dog should not be leaving your your area. The dog was like hopping on the people that was beside it and crawling in the aisle. The dog was doing too much. And so if you get someone that 
ain't gonna respect the quote unquote need for the dog and gets near the dog like there was children on there if the dog would have attacked like i had so many questions and someone was like oh well therefore like you said anxiety and so they're trained to do such and such and i remember um back in the day as a kid uh one of my neighbors said you know oh he doesn't bite you and um you, uh, you, I'm sitting here thinking like, uh, how does he eat his food? Because he got teeth, right? And so one day, uh, he's chasing a kid, and the kid remembered the man saying, you know, the dog don't bite, and <laughs> there, goes, kid, there goes the child's a, leg. <laughs> the, worst, the worst childhood memory ever. Traumatized. <laughs> yeah, man, I had a cousin that got bit by a dog real bad back in the day, man. I don't know. Don't, if, if somebody got to tell you, oh, he doesn't bite, she doesn't bite, Shit, that's <laughs> yeah, okay. We good, we good. We good. I'm not coming back over. Right? I ain't scared of dogs, man, but I just don't think you know. Fido has no place in one of our our cultures and nations' finest institutions in all the world. A dog don't have a place shitting on on the, the yard. yard. I'm sorry, man. I just especially 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 with the yard meaning so much to one not only the institution but like you said to the culture. Exactly. And, and that that small act was seen as you 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 don't have respect like you are disregarding what symbolism is here with this grass in this spot. Like all the places that you walk past that had grass Bruh. All the places that you could like, I'm pretty sure there's grass around that new apartment building that they just built mm -hmm. up that you live in. Why? Why wouldn't you like? For that matter, you're paying three thousand dollars a month to live in the apartment. Let the dog shit in the lobby, and somebody should be cleaning it up for three thousand dollars a month. Right. Good luck to you. For a one bedroom. But that's how that's our Harvard. You're not gonna just take a shit on our Harvard. That's our Harvard. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's, we that's don't have mecca. a lot of Harvards. That's the Mecca. You're not you know, that's the, our that's our Harvard. You just you're not, not and be. I didn't even go there. Which, I didn't which, even go there. <laughs> no, I went there, not as a student, but for homecoming. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I, oh, I was there every year. I was I'm a I was honorary I, alumni. <laughs> I feel I feel like I feel like my contributions to the Howard Homecoming over these years has made me an honorary alum. Man. I got I, I got hoodies. Um, I get invited to events. We in there. We in there. Yeah, See you at the next event, Kevin. See yeah, you're not, but you're not just gonna go doggy style on the yard like no, that. I don't, no. I don't. I don't. I don't. Hey, I've and I've worked at several institutions of higher learning. You know, throughout the country, elite elite schools. You're not gonna see uh, a dog roaming the campus on sacred ground at a 300 year old institution. So what makes you think it's okay to have your dog roaming the grounds of our 130 plus year old institution? Right. No, and you know, and we're not even gonna talk about the real HU. I'm from Norfolk, Virginia. So of course I'm gonna say Hampton, but I'm a DC resident. I understand what Howard means. People will call Hampton the Institute. And I say, you're absolutely right. It's the Institute of Extraordinary People. <laughs> you know? So I got mad love for my HBCUs, man. Howard in particular, just because, you know, coming to the DC area in the late in the late 90s, hey, met a lot of people at Howard, showed me a lot of love, man. So I, I, I was kind of, I was kind of hurt because I, at first I thought the report was, I'm like, are we serious? Right. 
<laughs> we see like people walking their dog on the yard now. Right. And and the fact that you thought it was okay, I, I'm still trying yeah. to get over <laughs> that point of privilege to where you thought it was okay to shit on somebody else's yard. Like, yeah. like it, even if I was your neighbor, that's not okay. It, it it's not okay. But going to back, you know, my other story, I, I put some stuff down on my grass. Um, and on the back of the bags it says, Hey, don't allow pets to be, like if you have pets, don't allow the pets to be on your grass. It was like 96 hours or something like that. So gave my neighbor fair warning, like, yo, one, your dog shouldn't be on my grass anyway. I just put some treatment down on my grass for the next couple of days. The dog should not be on my grass because of the chemical that's on there. He didn't listen, right? And so had to rush his, uh, had to rush his dog to the vet. Um, the vet, you know, explained to him that there was a chemical burn on the dog's ass. And so knocked on, the, knocked on my door. I'll knocked- be honest with you, Brother Jay. You 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 pushing the line of Mike Vick status over here. <laughs> no 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 pushing no, no. the line. <laughs> no no I gave fair warning. I gave fair warning, <laughs> and I had I, I had the chemical in my hand. I was like, this has been placed on my grass. For for our listeners, uh, game recognized game podcast with RLJ and Kev. Um, we are all about um, you know animal well being and the humane society and all of that good stuff. We don't we do not adopt any of the habits of uh, one number seven, Michael Vick, that got him in, in trouble. Dog fights. We, we, just, we just don't want, we just don't want canines um, shitting on, on, on the Mecca. That's it. <laughs> but, but to be honest, I mean, to be fair, Kevin, I, I gave fair warning, showed them the package, right? And it was within, sure. within hours. That's on him then. The, it was like, I'll fix you. That's and so I'm sitting in my living room and I'm watching him. And I started to get up and I'm like, yo, I just asked you one, not to have your dog do that in general, just for GP. But two, there's something down on the grass. So he went to the vet, had a chemical burn. You know, he knocked on my door and said, this this bill belongs to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you who he met that evening. Oh man. I'm not gonna tell you. He met the he met the other one. He he <laughs> ah, ah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh okay, you 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 can send it though, to me. Though we're educated black men <laughs> Listen. in America, uh we do have certain tendencies <laughs> that perhaps <laughs> may but, not be in the most uh enlightening manner that we present ourselves sometimes. So listen, we're educators first, right? And and an educator's job is not to tell but to show. Yeah, and so, examples. listen. Mentorship. Hey, I, I, each one teach one, maybe I can reach one. I guarantee you, <laughs> I guarantee you, he, he he will never let that happen again. Man, so, you know, that, that bothered me a little bit, but you, you talked about Resurrection Sunday, man, and um, I chilled out. My allergies were killing me. Mm-hmm. Eyes swollen, throat felt like it was closed. Like you, like you was hitched? <laughs> Pollen, pollen is deadly, man. Pollen is deadly. It looked like there was a blanket on my car the other day when I went out and got into it. It's it's mother's, it's it's mother nature's way of saying, yo, take care of me, because I'm going to shit all on you. (laughs) (laughs) Real, man, you know. But I had the opportunity to watch Kanye West over the weekend at uh, Coachella, his Coachella performance. They call it the Sunday service. So... Kevin, Sunday. 
It was Easter Sunday. Kevin. They had on purple garb. <laughs> His hair was dyed like an Easter egg. There's no lie. I I, I find no fault. I'm I'm pondus pondus I I find I am, no I am what you're saying. I, I'm coming from the perspective that I'm trying to give Kanye West every last benefit of the doubt because frankly, man, we need Kanye. We need Kanye. Who is we? As a culture, we need Kanye. Kanye means. Kanye means more to the culture than some other artists. So I'm saying we need Kanye from the standpoint of his college arti- dropout Kanye. His artistic his artistic ability. Got we need, it. We need Kanye because he's he's changed the culture and the art form okay. and made it his own. So we need Kanye. So I'm not gonna be the I'm not gonna be the one to say, you know, every time you wear that magnet that magna hat, I wanna I wanna smack you. Every time you wear that mega hat, I want to smack you or you say some crazy stuff. I'm looking at Kanye purely as an artist. We had this conversation a while back. Like, can you separate Sly Kelly versus Robert, uh, Robert, Robert. Who, the, the musical genius? The musical genius, right? Can you separate the two? Okay. And so I think we need Kanye. We need okay. Kanye because he's, 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 Kanye has brought me more good days than bad days. Uh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Right, right. So, all right. So taking the Sunday, you know, before we go there, I, this is what I will say. As a musician, right? Um, jazz musician, R&B musician, um, classical musician, gospel musician, as, you know, and vocalist. It was hard. Th- there was power in terms of art display mm. and expression in what he does on Sunday on his Sunday services. Yeah. There's power and, in that. And he brought he broke all of his songs down because the life of Pablo, from my understanding, was supposed to have a gospel kind of flavor to it originally when it came out. But the gospel songs that he sampled. The first lyric out the gate was about bleached buttholes. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, okay, this ain't a gospel thing. Uh, but I could, I could, I could hear the gospel coming out of the song because I went back and listened to uh, Reverend T.L. Barrett's version of "Father Stretch My Hand." I stretched mm-hmm. my hands, which I'm like, oh, that I like how they sampled it, but I like the song better. The, God, the, the true gospel song. And so the ultralight being, the intro to the life of Pablo, you know, you're talking about an ultralight being from God. It's like being me up to where you are so I can be in your presence. Right. I get that. I understand that. So we need Kanye. And I think his display on Sunday was a powerful statement that he could put on a Sunday service on Resurrection Sunday in front of 50,000 white people. It was cold. It was cold, man. It was cold. It it had it had some impressive elements. Yeah. Um but <laughs> the bus the bus coming, RLJ. Um, the bus um, coming. It's no and that's a but. <laughs> 
I remember when he came out or was starting the idea, the notion was passed out that he was creating um, a translation of the Bible. I, I, I didn't hear. I didn't. I didn't hear that. Tell me more. So it was. Jay. It was supposed to be called the Book of Jesus. Yeah. Well, he had an album that was supposed to be called Jesus. And so he was. There was supposed to be a translation of the Bible, and like I think it was just going to, it was going to be the actual Bible just in a cover that said the Book of Jesus. But I think. Um, Would you read a trans a, a Kanye translation of the Bible, man? I, I almost said something, and I my forgot. Eight -year -old, I forgot. My I forgot eight -year -old could probably do a better job of that. He was replacing. He was re he was inserting himself into it, and so it was really ah, going to be the Book of Jesus, right? Um, and so I I started paying attention to some stuff, like even with Jay Z, um, you know, when he was calling himself Jehovah, mm -hmm. I had I had a problem with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so just paying attention. What was the, the album that they did together? What was it called? Um uh, Throne. Uh what was it called? Watch the Throne. Watch the Throne, right? And so I'm just sitting there like, hmm, the throne. And then you have Kanye who wants to be called Jesus. And then you have Jehovah. So you got Jehovah, you got Jesus. You know what? I never thought of that, man. I never thought of that. Watching the throne. And so I'm sitting here, I'm listening to it, and you know, I appreciate, as you said both individuals on an artistic level, but I'm also paying attention to the context, not the content, but the context. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I, Kanye is in a very, very peculiar place. And He's state. delicate. He's delicate right now. Um, and so I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to figure out I remember someone was, I heard, I don't even know if it was on on the news or if it was something that I was reading or on social media where they were saying him and Kim were going to start their own church. I, I just... Would you go to a church founded by Kim Kardashian? No. I wouldn't go to a church founded by Kanye West. No. I wouldn't go to a church founded, founded by Cornell West. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> I'm just but, saying, man. But I think it would draw people in because of curiosity. Uh, perhaps. And people perhaps. wouldn't go because it's a church. People would go because it's Kanye and they're going to get a, that part. Gotcha. And so I think it's, it's, it's a sensitive area to those who are believers of the gospel in terms of uh well, but this is the thing. This is the thing, because see, this is this is being brought up in a Baptist church coming out of you. That's fair. That's, That's what fair. It is. That's so, what it is. But also keep in mind that Lucifer was originally in charge of praise and worship. Yeah, he was in charge of the praise and worship team. Right, and so like being real careful because music, if it is used improperly, can be used for a trance. And okay. so I'm I'm being real. I'm trying to be open minded, right? And so I was. I wouldn't watch the videos on social media. I wanted to just hear the vocals, right? Okay. Like when they sung um, Week, they redid the words to, to Week, right? And mm -hmm. so like listening to the blended harmonies, musically impressive, right? It was an impeccable display of art. Our God <laughs> is so excellent. <laughs> 
I just excellent. I was like, oh, okay. They go. They 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 went back to like they, the, the gospel songs I used to listen to. They were pulling it, bro. They were yeah. pulling tradition, right? Yeah. They were pulling black gospel tradition, and then and someone was like, oh, well, they're doing what a whole lot of the gospel artists have uh, have done. They are making it modern or making it contemporary for the new new age or the new generation. I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. I, honestly, I think. A lot of the songs that he had already had a very a, a gospel undertone, and he just stripped down all of the the pop hip hop 808s yeah, and yeah. presented it to the world. Well, and not to mention, right? The I think the the most prevalent part of the performance, because that's what it was, yeah, were the vocals. Absolutely. Was the choir, right? And so to to hear a good choir on a Sunday morning service, you're typically in church. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yo, these people ain't going to come to church, so I'm going to bring the choir to them in our own version of Sunday service. So yeah. I just got questions. I got questions. Like, what is, what is like, was there an invocation? Now at Sunday service, DMX, like you said. He put on a prayer, man. Listen, DMX. He- DMX put on a prayer that closed out the service. He dropped one on him. And I was like, well, you know, I, but I would expect that from DMX, though. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, he does that on all of his albums. And, you know, I mean, getting rid of the other stuff on the album, right? He's, he's dropped one, right? And so, but what the display of the, the language of prayer that he provided, um, Plus his vocal undertones, right? That that yeah, that yeah. it it was it his was voice. there. Yeah, it was yeah. there was intention put into that, right? It was it was they did a good job with the presentation. I just mm-hmm. still have I just have questions about um well, where did this come from? Where did did did, did you want to just bring people together to to just I think sing he's it? Trying to heal, man. I think he's trying to heal. Is, you know, I can I see this as being healing. I, I think he's trying to heal. I also believe that this is something his mother would have been proud of, Doctor Donda West. You know, professor at Chicago State. His mama. You know, I think I think his mom. I think his mom influenced Jesus Walks. Mm. On, the, on the on the dropout album, so mm-hmm. I think this is something that she would have been proud of. But I also think it's giving him um, time to reflect and heal and honor her. And at the same time, you know, I think he's multifaceted. So this is a, a genre and a lane of music that he really, really enjoys, and it's influenced his music in the past. He wants to put that out to the art to the world and he's one of those guys like yo you either accept me or you don't right this is what it is this is what i like um you know would so you I, would you go to one would you go to a live service i would go but i wouldn't look at it as a sunday service though i wouldn't treat it as i as if i'm going to church okay i would treat it as if i'm going to a concert that's fair because when they first came out they were playing a lot of um a lot of smooth R&B instrumental. You know, they played some Gap Band. They played some Frankie Beverly. They played some Stevie Wonder before he even came out. And so it was a groove. Like, the groove was established from the jump. Mm-hmm. So I would probably go, if it wasn't like an outrageous ticket cost or something like that, I would go. Um, 
the problem that I have with the whole performance was his fits, man. The, the, the Kanye outfits once again, man. Like, yo, B, you, 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 you trying to create slave clothes, man? A homeless people clothes, man. Like, yo, that's, and then you charging for it, you know? You know the purple cutoffs and the baggy look like, you know, you look like, yo, yeah, all right, well, yeah, man. We just went to the Goodwill. Go on and everybody pick out a top it, and a bottom. It <laughs> resembled. Man. It resembled. I was watching a movie, but it resembled like a cult. Yeah, that's what it is. Like children, like some children of the corn. The corn of, we yeah. going out to the field. We singing. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or the sound of music, depending on who yeah, you talk yeah, to. Yeah, right? music, it could be some Charlie Manson shit. Right, and so it's like, yo, we're gonna strip you down. You're not gonna wear what you used to wear. We're and now gonna give you. All of the women in the in the choir had the same hairstyle, so they had like these real long. Like these long weaves, like same colors. If you go back and watch it, all the women had like really long weaves. So they had the Kim Kardashian looked, weave line. Well, even either that or they was just looking at they. Um, they looked like a cult. Yeah, everybody looked the same, and I don't know if that was him wanting to keep the focus on the music or if that was him like pushing the Kanye line. Because honestly, man, the clothes is garbage. People buying them. I heard they were selling socks for Jesus Walk socks for fifty dollars. So the what? So <laughs> t-shirts that was really holy, <laughs> like right? Right. One hundred seventy-five dollars. Like clothes. It looked like t-shirts that's been in the warehouse too long, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna sell these. We're, we're gonna, gonna call sell them. them. We're gonna <laughs> sell them. It's like call them holy tees. Yo, it's like the Buffalo Bills of the early nineties. They were the Super Bowl champions. They lost four years in a row, but we got to get rid of this inventory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take this Buffalo Bill T-shirt, nigga. <laughs> like, I just, I just. <laughs> that's how, that's how I feel about Kanye's clothes, man. I feel like Kanye's clothes is like the losing team of the championship. He just took, he took all of that. He took all of them, all and of them, all like, of that stuff, man. Everybody gets a two X. Everybody gets a two X. Get your ass back on this bus. We going like, home. He got the he got like the the ninety one Portland Trail Blazers world champion NBA joint. It's like yo, it's bad, man. It's bad. I'm like yo, what what? Like, I get it, man. I get it. You you creative, you know. And me, I I'm I'm not envious, but it's like damn. I wish I can tap into my right brain and really just pull. You know, the, the most creative thing that has come through my creative side, RLJ, is this podcast. I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of suffering alone. So I'm gonna bring RLJ in with it, and we gonna make the other people suffer with us, <laughs> and read our thoughts and understand our thoughts. That's my creative side, RLJ. Misery loves company. Yeah, yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does, and it doesn't care. It doesn't care how long you stay. Yeah. But I will say, so the white outfits didn't look as bad on social media. Oh, you're talking about the Instagram snapshots yeah, they were doing. Yeah, here. so the white ones didn't Man. look too bad. So I don't know if it was a filter or what, but but I was like, yo, the white is clean concept. When they zoomed in, I was like, ah, I take that back. No, this was per they were they were like a dingy yeah. faded purple. Yeah. And it was on purpose. And yeah. everybody had the same because even the whole line, but you remember when he um he launched it at was it New York Fashion Week? There was some fashion show and everyone looked like they were still on the uh, Underground Railroad. Bruh. And, and I had a problem with shoes. They have the I guess they I don't know the Yeezy boots or what have you. The shoes look like socks, but they had a it was it was it was strange, man. So you know, I give the whole performance a B plus. 
I give it a B plus for the music and the musical content. And I love uh, Tiana Taylor and Chance the Rapper and the choir director. It was a bad boy. I love that part. But you you getting Dr. Gray for the fits, man. The fits was trash. And the hair dye. And the hair dye and then the children of the corn, Charlie Manson, we gonna go out to a field kind of thing. Kind of <laughs> scary. And the way they shot it through the, through the eye, so that was annoying. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was annoying. That was. I was annoying. like, yo, yo, you do, you you're doing too much. You you're doing too much, Kanye. You're doing too you're, much. You're taking away. You're taking away from the experience. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get everything. But clearly, it's like I don't want you to see everything. I only want you to see what the camera is showing you. Yeah, man. Um, so I guess that. I don't know. I I just I still have some questions. They don't have to be answered. These are just questions that popped in my head. Like if I don't get answers to it, I will be okay. Tomorrow will still be Thursday if God sees fit. I just I got questions as to why, um, why Sunday. But whatever. I, hey, that's brother the old Jay, than me, I, bro. The way I the way I see it, um, the first thing that came out of their mouth when they came on the field. And it was in the field, but we, that's, you know, slave clothes, field. Oh, we'll get back to that. <laughs> but um, so many the, undertones. the first thing that came out of, their, out of their mouth was he has risen. And they went into uh, a heavy praise, man. And I think if people could understand um, Christ and Christianity and understand that it's really about love, how people receive it. I I I ain't too mad at that. I, I I'm not gonna be mad at that. You know, maybe the the deliverer of the message <laughs> might be a little off, and you know, his credibility has been, you know, the MAGA hats and the the rants and raves might have taken away from his message. But the the intent that he wanted to put it out there in the atmosphere, I'm not mad at it. But you know, just leave the slave clothes at home and have him have him come out in some some feline suits or something, man. <laughs> You know, feel like track suits or and the like new you, Grand Hills and the yeah, new Grand yeah, Hills. new Grand Hills or something, man. You got money, Kanye. Well, Kanye with Adidas. Okay, come out with the Run DMC Adidas warm ups, man. Y'all could have came out with the white and black joints and and would have been all right. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe maybe it allowed the air to flow since they was gonna be in the field. One brother looked like he had on one of those uh, disposable ponchos that you buy. You know, at King's Dominion or the amusement parks, but he had it wrapped over his whole body, man. It was like a jumpsuit. Like he was the Prince of Egypt. <laughs> it was a it was a poncho jumpsuit, though. You know, he had it full sleeves. Yeah, it was it was strange, man. It was strange. But so, uh, Sunday yeah, I... Sunday service, man. Sunday service, Kanye. I appreciate the effort. I'm gonna give him a B. I'm gonna give him a B plus, though. The more I'm thinking about, it, I probably give him a B minus. I give him a B minus. I love the musical content, but the uh, the trash bag fits, <laughs> and the slave clothes, and the boots that look like socks. And then it's about this love, and it looked like it's this clean environment. But then they zoom in on the shot, and I guess he he uh, he presented a new song called Water. Water, yeah. And, and I, I heard some of it. I thought it was trash, but I gotta probably listen to it again. But then they zoom in like on all of these damn disposable. Now they all of these plastic uh, water bottles messing up the green grass. Like, yo, you supposed to be about love and protecting the earth, and you got all these plastic bottles and shit <laughs> going maybe, all over the place. Maybe the clothes are biodegradable. Yeah, they need to, they they should burn easily. They should burn easily because it's trash. Yeah, maybe maybe they're biodegradable. So we got yeah. sun 
Sunday service. Um, it was it was special. It was special, man. I from the musical side, I I appreciated it. I loved it. The musical side, I loved it, man. I thought it was dope. I say, hey, a, a a for that perspective, and the fact that he was putting on um, a a genre of music and culture that oftentimes is vilified. Or definitely would not have been at Coachella. Oh, no, not at all. Right, with 50,000 mostly white people. 50,000 mostly white people. Yeah. And you singing Kurt Franklin, Marvin Sapp, uh, Pastor T.L. Barrett, and um, you mixing it in with your own music. Right. And people out there listening to uh, Stevie Wonder songs on the instrumental. It was a beautiful thing. Yeah, so I, I, I there, there was a t- like I said, I just got questions. Um, so you're not, so you, I, I take it, brother Jay, you're not purchasing any uh, Kanye West fits anytime soon. No, no, no. Mm. You know. Don't I got, you know, I got you know potato sacks if I need. <laughs> yeah, they look like burlap bags. <laughs> for sure, it look like burlap. It's made out of burlap, man. Make you chafe and give you a rash. And you know the the Yeezy shoes, man. People are paying like eight hundred dollars just so they can say they got them. Just so they, they can look like Bart them. Simpson shoes. Remember Bart Simpson on the Simpson? Yeah, that cutout. That's what just, the shoes look like. Just so they can say that they got them. Yeah, and I ain't hating, man. I, you know, hey, to each his own. Kanye actually put on most of the fashion trends that exist today. The the extra tight clothing, um, all of the kind of funky. Uh, the pop, ED, uh, the pop EDM polo clothes. collar, yeah, EDM kind of clothes that you with would wear the, to uh, rain. with the LV book bag. Yeah, Kanye um, started all that stuff, man. He started all that stuff. I give it to him, but yeah, this is something I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy slave clothes, man. We not, we not slaves no more, brother Jay. We not slaves no more. Not going back. Yeah, we, um, we, we, we going forward. Evolution is revolution. We have evolved from slave clothes, Kanye West. Yeah. I just got questions. I got questions. Um, <laughs> you know, I got questions because the clothes kind of resemble the uh, the costumes in us. So mm-hmm. I, I got, you know, um, I have questions. But you it's know, scary. it's scary, man. And other news. Um, I think I I think we we talked about uh, love and relationships a few shows back. Yeah. Um, I think I I think I got ghosted. I think I got ghosted, or curved. I, I can't prove it just yet because I think, as we mentioned in the show, the, the 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 tendencies or the habits are interchangeable. Okay, so let me ask you this: When was so? When was the last message received from them? Well, this is the thing: if I respond, they respond, right? Mm. If I respond, they respond. Okay, but they never initiate a response. They never initiate a start. They did at one point. Cause so I'm almost like, am I being zombie? Am I being ghost? Am I being curved? I'm confused, brother Jay. I'm confused. Um, so it's not, it's not, it's not like it's dead silence, but it just wasn't like it was before. And now all of a sudden, it's like, yo, man, you know, I had to, I had to go back to my younger days, man. I don't chase them, I replace them. You know, but I don't want to be like. I'm trying to be a new Kevin. I'm trying to be a new Kevin for the. For the 2020. Um, I think I'm being ghosted, though, bro. I really do. So my advice would be get out the haunted house. Okay. Um, and 
reciprocity. That's what I'm about, man. Reciprocity. And do so for me, I do for you. I had this conversation with a few friends the other day. Um, and there was one friend in particular was like, yo, I haven't heard from you in a couple months. So I just sat there. And like, I'm looking around like, And so then I asked the question. I was like, does your cell phone work? It was like, yeah. I was like, can you send and receive or just receive? It was like, no, I can send and receive. I was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> you're a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> so when once they said I can send and receive, I stopped talking, right? Because reciprocity, right? I was talking, yo, you know, with my therapist. I was talking to my therapist and I was like, yo, I realized that I was valuing relationships more than the people, um, than the other people in the relationships were valuing it. And so um, I had to start realizing or recognizing what was being a bucket dipper or what was being a bucket filler. And so uh, I stopped sending messages out to a lot of people. Yeah, man, if you ain't filling my bucket, I I need a new bucket. Now, like, if you hit me up, we can have a conversation. Cool. But it was like, yo, if I'm always the one initiating the conversation, then it was like, cool, I'm going to fall back. And going back to my savage days in college, my fallback game is something terrible. I, I I can fall so far back, right? We can walk past each other on the street and I won't even flinch. But see, this is my thing, man. And I just think it's uh, the older I get, the less tolerance. I have or the less patience I have. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but if I sense that this is kind of, it's a game being played, yo, I'm gonna just delete your contact info, take your number out my phone and block you on all social media and keep it moving. Bro, I had, so. <laughs> I like, I don't wanna know you. Like I, I'm gonna erase you. This, this, <laughs> this may be, um... It's a session. It's a therapy session. This is a session? Okay, okay, cool. This is a session. (laughs) So a while back, a while back, one of my mentors um, shared with me what he does with his contact list. And I was like, yo, that's too much work. I ain't got time for that shit. And so he said, there's two things that he does for his contacts. If you add to him, there's a plus in front of your name. And if you subtract from him, there's a minus in front of your name. And so whenever he sees, he's like, before he sees the name, he, he sees, sees the, the value. And so, plus or minus. and so when the plus comes, he'll pick up the phone and he'll respond. When the minus comes, he'll respond to it if he gets around to it. And I was like, yo, that's, <laughs> I said, that's too much work. He said, he said, game recognized game listen. podcast. That is a game gym. He put me on to it, right? I was like, yo, that's too much work. I was like, no one has that much time. He said, right. No one has that much time to waste on useless relationships. I said, so why not just delete them out of your phone? He was like, because, you know, a negative can always go to a plus. Oh, so maybe I reacted too swiftly by just deleting them out of the phone. No, no, no. Because I would would purge my cell phone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With my profession, I meet a lot of people. I exchange. That's why I have two different phones, right? Yeah. Everybody gets the one. There's there's a number that's posted all on all of my business stuff, my business card, the website. Everyone gets that one. Everyone doesn't get the my 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 private one. The bat phone. 
Yeah, the, 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 I don't want to call it the bat phone, but yeah. um, the Wakandan phone. Mm -hmm. uh, so ah, just different universe. You yeah, DC, Marvel. There, there it is. There it is. Black right? Lightning. Black Lightning. <laughs> we'll talk about that next episode. Very we might have to talk about it on this one because yeah. <laughs> I was that I didn't know that it came back on. But anyways, I, yeah. I binge watched it. Um, the the phones, right? So mm -hmm. the plus and the minus. I, I would sometimes just delete people, um, but I in terms of personal wellness and self-care, I I went back to that. So I had to start doing pluses and minuses. And I was going through my, my message inbox and what I was seeing was most of the messages that I had in there were all pluses. Mm -hmm. And so I always do this thing where I purge and if like, I haven't had a conversation with you this whole entire year before I go into the following year, like I'm removing you out of my phone. Mm -hmm. No love loss. No love. Are you, are you are you like checking in with them to make sure they're still alive, or you just? Oh, I know, I know they're alive because I can see them on social media. Okay, okay. All right, or or because we all run in the same circles, like like I said, there's no love loss. I can still chat it up with you. That just that just means I don't have to give you access into beyond what you're seeing, okay. right? And so like, um. If I'm going through like my personal stuff, right? If I'm having some some storms in my life, and a and a minus comes on my phone, I'm clearly not gonna stop what I'm doing in there. No time for it. I'm not because chances are, like one, you're not gonna care that I'm going through a storm. Two, you're not even gonna check in to see before I unleash everything mm -hmm. that I'm going through on this person that's gonna answer the phone. I should probably check to see one: are they in the proper space to hear what I gotta say? And so if you told me that you had a rough week um, and I've known and I'm knowing that you having a rough week, I'm not going to call you to tell you everything that's going wrong in my week. That's just the type of person Fair. that I am. Right. Fair. And so but I am going to call someone and be like, yo, you got a few seconds. Uh, I, I just want to vent. Um, is this a good time to vent? Like, are you in a good place so that I can vent? I don't really want your suggestions. I just need to I just need you to listen. Right. And so I think we don't have these conversations with people. We just assume that, oh, I'm having a problem. He's my friend. He's going to deal with it. Or she's my friend. Like, it doesn't work for me. I, I just don't. And so whenever a negative comes on my phone, it got to the point now where I just started blocking people. Nothing personal. I'm just it's all it's it's all it's all for me. I, I don't have it. I don't have it to give. Right. Um, and so See, my temper is too bad. Because I'll mess around and hell, it'd be a third of my contact list be blocked for no apparent reason. But also thinking about it, right? I you carry this everywhere you go. I got a notification. You carry this everywhere you go, um, but you're carrying unnecessary weight with you. And you may be saying, "Oh, it's digital. You're not going to really uh, carry anything with you." But I'm carrying all these contacts with me. And my same mentor, he said, at any time. The people that should be in your contact list, you could close your eyes and if you need something, you can randomly pick someone. And if you look at the person that you chose out of your contact list and you know that they won't come through for you when you need them, why are they in your phone? Well, I met this person at the spot and then uh, next time I go to this city, I'm supposed to hit him back up. He was like, you're not listening to me. You're carrying around this. This is useful. If something were to happen to you or you need something, you should be able to go to anyone that's in your contact list. Yeah. So you can get what you need. 
And I was like, man. So I started looking at my contact list. I was like, I need some new damn friends. Like, I got friends. Bro, you you were telling me I need to go on a straight purge on my contact <laughs> list. I need to add some multiplication signs, some division signs, because uh, I have a lot of unnecessary weight and something that's supposed to just fit in the palm of your hand. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> and, it, and, and like, just that concept alone is just like, God. I remember um, when I taught Uni 101 at Marshall University and the students were required to read the things they carried. And it was just talking about, you know, things that people were carrying with them. But then I also remember, um, so some of my life coach clients, we were going through the burdens that we carry. And I'm like, ah, this, the burdens that we carry aren't necessarily physical burdens, but they have physical effects. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, like, just talking about reciprocity. So, with that same friend who said they hadn't heard from me in so many times, I just I didn't have anything to give. Like, I don't know what you want me to take. Yeah, like, I'm alive. How? Like, have the conversation. You, but you, then, like, well, you're why a do negative. You... You're a negative in my context. Yeah, you're, so you're, I don't you're, talk to negatives. You're a dash right now. You're not. I don't. You're not, I, don't out, I don't. I don't provide outreach to negatives. <laughs> <laughs> leave me. <laughs> leave, leave me, you peasant. You're negative. You have no you have no value in my life at this point. And so I started asking questions. I was like, oh well, if you were concerned, why didn't you check on me? Right? Because I, and I shifted the conversation because they were trying to push everything on me. I haven't heard from you. And why haven't you? And I'm just sitting there just chilling. And everyone else around the table was like, oh shit. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> I'm not I'm not finna give you what you want right now. What I am gonna do is right because you teach people how to treat you. Yeah. If you didn't hear from me and you were really concerned, then you should have hit me up. Um but then I went back to because you can click on your contact and it'll show you, oh, call last call here or last mm -hmm. message here, right? And we ain't had conversations 2017 on my phone. That's a that's a minus. That's a delete, bro. That's, that's a delete. A, that's a delete. That's See, a I delete. think so. I think I need to adopt adopt that system because I'm quick to just say, well, you know, I reached out two, three times. I'm you're not reaching out to me. Block, delete, remove, friend, unfriend, whatever. On now everything. you now now like after I delete you, if you hit me back, I'll respond. I have on the conversation. That doesn't mean I save your number. Yeah, man. And I, I don't, I, and I'm, I, I don't be like, yo, new phone, who's this? Or, hey, I have, I don't have your number saved. I'll carry on the conversation until you say something. I gotta be better, man. I gotta be better. I gotta Rest, be better. I'm trying to be, you, I'm trying to be 40 year old care. But the problem is, I ain't 40 yet. I ain't trying to get there that, that fast. <laughs> Rest surprises, brother. Rest surprises. Yeah. Right? You can't. Okay, keep... so I don't feel bad if I, if I'm like, yo, all right, I'm never talking to you again unless you reach out to me, then. I'm okay then. But then but then you also gotta understand, excuse me, and you gotta ask yourself, is this really worth my time? Right? Because time is something that you can't get back. That's one of the most valuable resources. And once you spend it, it's like, oh, I'm trying to save time, so I'm gonna take this shortcut. No, you're still spent, you have 24 hours. You're not gonna get an extra hour because oh, I I stopped talking to this person. You're not that just means you have now you now have time to use. Um, to to spend energy doing other things, but you, you time is gone, and so it's like, yo, are you really worth this seventeen second conversation that we really finna have, or can I really just sit here and gather my thoughts before I go into this meeting? Am I really willing to sacrifice mm -hmm. 
whatever time that I have to devote to this text message or to this conversation? Like, is this conversation going to make me better as a person in terms of well-being? I enjoy the conversations that we had or have. I enjoy um, movies, but they eventually you show you the credits. Yeah, man. Some of them low budget too. True. And once and once the and some of them you only need to watch once. That part. That mm. I, sir, you said a lot with game that one right there. Game podcast, on, baby. I Kev dropped them gems too, baby. <laughs> yeah. Kev dropped them gems. So, and sometimes yeah. you don't even need to watch it all the way to the end to see how the story ends. I don't, I've seen this movie before. That uh, movie, we ain't worried about that. Nah. <laughs> Reciprocity, man. So, like, if you feel like you've been getting ghosted or um, curved, it's all it's cool. Operate in your lane. You're going to be over there. I'm going to be over here. Gotcha. Now, chances are they may hit you back like, oh, you know, sorry, I've been busy. And I always tell people this, right? If if we're having conversation every day and it's about to change, I'm going to communicate to you before it actually changes. Yo, next couple of days, I'm going to be hectic. So if you hit me up, I'm not going to not going to be available or I'm not yeah. going to respond. And some that people would be, like, that'd be the courteous thing to do. Yeah, and some people are like I, I don't owe no, I don't owe no explanations to nobody. Ah, it's so uh, th- this is a relationship, and it's give and take because you would feel some type of way if people stop responding to you that way. True, true. But once again, I'm not advertising it on Facebook because everyone that's on my Facebook is not people that's in my contacts, mm-hmm. and so I'm not talking to all my friends on Facebook. Um, if I see them, cool. If not, whatever. But the people that I have in my inner circle, um. I'm communicating with if you if you're used to sending me memes and we're talking all day laughing at stuff when we really should be working and then all of a sudden I just go off the grid. Bruh, that's what happened. <laughs> I'm in your business, bro. I'm in that's your business. That's what happened. <laughs> Straight up, man. I, so what is that? Is that ghosting? Is that zombieing? Is that curving? I don't know. It could be that the person is just inconsistent with communication. Or, and I'm trying to chalk it. I'm trying to think the best, but at the same time, it's like, yo, you got some, you got some tendencies that I don't fool with people like you. Or, or like you like that. Or what you want to do is, or what you can do is, you know, meet them on that level. So if it's taking you two days to respond, I'm gonna take two days to respond. So, but you know what, man, if I don't hear from you, if I don't hear, if if we've been talking every day, and then I send you a message on Friday, and you vanish. Right, you vanish, and then you hit me up on Tuesday saying, "Hey, how was your weekend?" Hey, man, get out my phone, brother Jay. You've been in my phone. You've been in my phone, man. You've been in my phone. If I don't hear from you till Tuesday or Wednesday, then cool. You're not finna hear from me till about Saturday, if I remember, because like if we've been doing this for a couple of days or like a week, and this become a pattern, then all of a sudden you yeah. disappear. Okay, cool. Yo, t- my, my, my brother said the same. My brother said the same thing. He was like, yo, it's a pattern. And when people go off that we're creatures of habit. Absolutely. So when you go off when you go off the grid in terms of the pattern, then that's get that's a sign that you probably need to address it. Like people just don't go off the grid. Right. You know what I mean? Unless it's something wrong. And if something's wrong, you should communicate that. Or it's not necessarily something's wrong. It's just that that something now else, mm, I said that completely wrong. Something else has now entered into where the pattern has now been altered. Now, if it's a legit issue, and then this is a one-off, right? Yeah. And so if you fly back, like, yo, I apologize, rough week, going through X, Y, and Z, I get it. Yo, next time, just just hit me up. I was concerned. Gotcha. But then... If every every Thursday at noon you disappear until Monday, 
okay, I did not know what this is. I got it. Cool. So so yeah. we so we're gonna be Monday at noon to Thursday at noon, friends. Perfectly fine. Hey, game recognized game podcast with RLJ and Kev. Um, we just getting caught up. This is our wild out Wednesdays when we on the road trying to connect and uh, still provide you with the content that we're thinking about as black men in America, just trying to make it. And so uh, kind of segue into like, really just how do you how treat people how you want to be treated, especially when it comes to like the dating thing. And it's funny, man, because black men, we do read. And so right now I'm reading the 48 Laws of Power. Nice. By Robert Green. I'm reading Robert 40, Green. Yeah, I'm reading the 48 Laws of Power. I also wrote a good book called The Art of Seduction. The Art of Seduction. But you know, but the funny thing is 48 Laws of Power, I'm probably like 10 chapters in. Um, it sounds like you running game, man. So I pulled up the chapters, right? I'm going to pull up the chapters. For those of you who have not read the book, pick it up. It's a good read. I think, you know, I think I think the brothers, when we do read it, I think we put a little too much weight on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it's valuable information, but, you know, I wouldn't say that, yo, if you follow those 48 rules, then you're going to be Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? Donald Trump might have 48 laws of power. Did you that name? No. No, Kevin. No, uh, uh, damn it. You well, cannot you, use that name. Not, not, uh-uh, not okay. in here. Uh, 45. 45. 45. <laughs> 45. I ain't talking about the Ruger. 45. <laughs> you know. But the thing is, and plus uh, we don't want the government to tap our line. Clearly, man. clearly. So clearly. um, so looking at uh some of the chapters, for those of you who have not read it, it's really a way to um strategize for power within a particular audience or uh, organization without looking like you're trying to gain power. Okay, so uh, the first chapter is never outshine the master. And basically it's saying, you know, lay back, play in the cut, let the person who wants to get all of the shine shine. And then when you see the moment that they are not shining, don't embarrass them, add to them. And then as a reward, you may have more influence over that person. So sound like some game to me, man. Sound like some game. Th- okay, so think back to when we both worked at a, the same organization. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Have you seen that? Have you seen have you seen anyone anyone use that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was real strategic because clearly I knew I was I was more qualified for some people. Well, for right? me. Well, for me, I, I guess that's what was the nail in my coffin. Cause I'm like, now nah, you ain't, we ain't worthy of outshining me. <laughs> I'm not with the organization anymore. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, law number three was was kind of concerning for me. Conceal your intentions. Conceal your intentions. So, you know. Never really be completely transparent, but but only disclose information. And then, like the next the next rule says, always say less than necessary. So now I agree with number four. True, but right. conceal your intentions is kind of the building block for always say less than necessary. Well, I mean that's that's real, and I. I... 
think back to when we were on our individual journeys um, mm-hmm. for different lights. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I didn't communicate the reason why I needed some information or yeah. like I just, I, I need this information, right? And so yeah. I, under, under the crescent moon light, sometimes you had to, you had to do that. But the, the, this is the piece though. This is the piece. So say less than necessary because sometimes you don't want to put your foot in your mouth. Sometimes you don't want to disclose too much because someone may be willing to give you more information. Absolutely. Because the assumption is you don't know or they feel like they they were privy to something earlier than you were. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. But then you kind of get deep into court attention at all costs. Like, I don't really care about attention that much. And I I get tired of trying to, like at networking events, I get tired to a certain degree. I, you know, I find the person that I need to network with for whatever transaction I need to make. I go there, I do that. And then that's a successful networking event. I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go home. I don't need to, I don't need to engage or mingle with anyone else. And so then it says, uh, I'm going to skip around a little bit. Win through your actions, never through argument. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Because your actions speak louder than words, right? Uh, but then it says, I'm going to revert back. So it seems like it's something that's very pure, very genuine, very uh, authentic. And then it, it says, get others to do the work for you, but always take the credit. And by the way, in the book, I'm not going to spoil it for you all, but they give like these diabolical examples <laughs> of the law. <laughs> and it's not, <laughs> yo, it's not, it's not like some old, oh yeah, well, you know, um, we're, we're at this staff meeting and, you know, she wasn't there. So I decided to take notes. No, we talking about. Oh no, you yeah, go ahead and do that work and, and do this and do that and do that. And yeah, you you you're gonna get all the credit. And then when the staff meeting comes and you have to present, you take all the credit, you don't cite your sources, and you pretty much steal the person's work. Like that's a that's a level of example that they give in the book. But see, that's dangerous. And and that's dangerous, and that may work for someone that uh did not graduate from the school of hard knocks. Who that won't work for <laughs> are the individuals that our listeners and our and our our, our audiences are listening to or watching. This ain't it ain't it's not gonna work for me. It ain't gonna work for me. Yeah, I will I will interrupt the hell out of that meeting. No, nope. the gentleman advancing the melanin. Yeah, evolution. You gonna you get all melanin. Probably won't work for you. Listen, you're going to get all this black boy joy in that meeting. <laughs> all of it. You're going to get all of it. Dude, then, it, then so Law 21, and I, I, you know, I'll close and let you all read the book for yourself. But it says, play a sucker to catch a sucker, sing dumber than your mark. So sometimes when you don't say anything in a meeting or you don't say anything in a, you know, a public forum, people assume that you don't know. The problem that I have is with that analogy is people don't respect listening and observing and capturing various data points to formulate your own conclusion and your own uh, analysis to whatever the problem may be. And so I get it that, yeah, sometimes you just got to play the cut, sit back and observe, but to seem dumber and then 
to play a sucker to catch a sucker, it's that seems very conniving to me, man. And maybe maybe that's why I'm not in power because I just I haven't like like that that shit right there seemed grimy, man, mad grimy, mad grimy. I can see well, I can see it on both sides, and I'm trying to think back to when. Um, I had a professor and we were all on a search committee for, I, I don't remember what it was for. And he was my professor, my, was it freshman year? Yes, it was my second semester freshman year. Mm-hmm. And so it's my following year, we're on a search committee. And um, there was someone on the committee that just kept talking. He said, he wrote on a piece of paper, he said, when is your turn to, to present? Speak more, say less. So I just kept looking. I'm confused. Like, what the hell does this mean? And so he tapped his pen three times, and then he circled on our sheet where it said three points. And I was like, ah. He was like, you don't have to reveal everything you got, right? I, I need you to follow instructions. Speak more say less. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen to everything that's going on. He said, but always speak more gotcha. in what people are saying. And I, and I was like, speak more. He was like, there's a difference between talking and speaking. There's a difference between speaking and saying. And I was like, Game Recognized Gang Podcast with RLJ and Kev. Gems are being dropped. <laughs> Gems are being dropped left and right on our Wild Out Wednesday episode. Hey. Yeah. But no, that's that's a good read. That's a good yeah. read. Um, it's a good read. So far, so good. Um, I should be done in a, in a couple of days. But so far, I'm just like, damn, man, do I not want power? I'm like, I'm trying to process it. It's like, okay, well, this makes sense because some of this, some of these tidbits that I'm getting from this book, it's like, man, I probably could apply it with this friend of mine that's ghosting me. You could. Yeah. You could. Yeah. But going back, so Robert Greene, I believe he did a book for 50 Cent. Yeah, it was the uh, 50, 50 Laws of Power. 50 Laws of Power. Yeah, yeah it was um, like an adaptation of that one. But then he also has uh, the Book of Mastery. Okay. I think. Um, but he also wrote uh, The Art of Seduction. And so I used that book when I taught human sexual behavior. Okay. Um, you were teaching people how to get busy, man? I was teaching people about how to get busy. sexual behavior. How to get busy. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair I enough. Am, I am in tomato, uh, tomato, tomato, professional tomato. in academia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato, brother Jay. Tomato, tomato. So in that class, we were talking about, um, you know, people's like different personalities and how people will use different tools to get what they want. And so, yeah. um, check out that book after you read Fifty Laws of Power. Check out because you'll. It has different personality profiles, and it's like, oh, I think this one may be me. And then I was like, ah, shit, I do that. Um, because I had everyone, everyone had to identify who they were based off of the description. And so at that point, that's how you had to act when we were doing certain things. And okay. it's like, ah, mm, that's not, that's outside of your characteristics, right? You got to, um, so check out that book. It's um, real insightful. Yeah, man. It just seemed like a game, man. It seemed like a game, which I thought it was great to talk about it on this episode because 
um, you know, it's the more tools that you have in your toolkit, but I'm just trying to figure out right now how I could apply what I'm reading or if it's for purely entertainment. Or it may be so you can identify other people utilizing these things. Absolutely. Fair enough. Fair enough. Absolutely. So some yeah. of the stuff, like, you may not be able to use it, but you can recognize it. Gotcha. And if you can recognize it, then you can use another law to outdo the law that's trying to be lawed on you. Is law the word? I need a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> like, is, is that a word? <laughs> Game Recognize Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev, man. I'm Kev. That's RLJ. We are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution where evolution is revolution. Brother Jay, what are you listening to, man? Any any new tunes? Um, you know, I'm still on the Marvin Gaye joint. Symphony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still I'm still on the Marvin I mean, Gaye joint. Symphony, harmony, and melody. I'm trying I, to find all of them. I was listening to um I'm gonna pull up my Spotify. Um what was I listening to the other day? Uh you know what's been in my box, man? What's I've that? been listening to uh, Ventura, uh, Anderson Pack's new new. Joint. Anderson Pack. So I listened to that uh, earlier today. Hard man, hard. He got some cool features. He got a he got a dope feature. First song out the gate. Come home with uh, Andre three thousand. He also has a, a song with Smokey on there, right? Got a song with Smokey up there. I think that's Make Me Better, which is this smooth. Got a song with Layla Hathaway up there. Real smooth. Got you know I love Layla. You know I love Layla. Layla Hathaway got a song with Jasmine Sullivan. Hard. And so I, you know, I'm I'm surprised he came back um so quickly because uh I guess late late summer, early fall, he just dropped um his uh, Oxnard album, which was hard too. He's named like all of his albums that I've heard, I d I didn't I I guess I got a I kind of picked him up rather late. Mm-hmm. I think he already had maybe two two albums out, but um, his albums after different parts of California, Southern three. California. Three. So it was uh, Malibu. Ma- Venice was the first one. Okay, so Venice was the first one. It's Venice, Mal- Malibu. And then there's Yes Lord. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's a talented brother, man. Yeah, it's um. A, he's a drummer. I was listening to him the other day. Real legit. Real legit. Yeah, he hard, man, and um. I think he he also contributed to uh, Kendrick Lamar's "To Pimp a Butterfly" mm-hmm. as well, you know, with that Southern Cal flavor. So, hey, if if you haven't checked it out, go check out Anderson Pack, man, Ventura. I think you will like it. He has a lot of features um, with with some very good artists, man. Brandy is Brandy is a feature up there. Not my drink, but Brandy the singer. <laughs> Right. I was about to be like, yo, Brandy, Brandy, Brandy the singer, Brandy the singer. And then um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, man. I think it's like nine tracks, nine to 10 tracks. It's dope. It's dope. Yeah. But other other than that, I've just been, you know, playing my normal playlist because um, I got a playlist for every occasion and every day that ends in Y. Um, and um, Symphony, bro, I've been I've been blasting Symphony. symphony. Man, I you know the sad thing about Symphony, when my friend won't even hit me back, so now it's like, yes, I'm on to melody. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, th- thanks for thanks for tuning in this week, folks. For 
um, the latest edition of Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm Kev, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin, the melanin evolution. evolution. Where evolution is revolution. Um, until next time, we got a treat coming up uh, in the next episode that I'm excited about. I'll probably have targets on my back after that episode, but at, that's the whole point of us doing this podcast talk about where we coming from what we think and uh things that we feel are important to us so until we meet again be like